Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters. About however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Uh, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two already. All right, let's get back to our phones. Let's go to Mr. John Littleton over around Lake Houston area. John, good morning. How you doing, buddy? Happy New Year. Hey, good morning, Captain. Happy New Year to you, too, bud. What have you been, been like to? forever. Yeah, it has. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, man, not, not a whole heck of a lot trying to... Trying to catch fish, kill a deer, you know, all the normal stuff us outdoor people doing this time of year. So, exactly. you know. I'm with yep, you. yep, yep. But no, everything's been uh, been pretty good, you know, just sitting here listening to you guys and and uh, got a little rain up here this morning, wind it's blowing. Like you're and I ice chest with a bunch of beer cans. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Yeah, rain? actually, that's rain. I'm actually rain. in my truck in in my house. Sometimes I live right over where the airplanes fly, right. and I I lose a lot of calls inside. So, like, right. whenever I'm talking to you or somebody I know, I need to talk to quite a bit. I, you know, I'll I'll uh, come and sit in my truck. Almost sounds but, like yeah. hell hitting the top of your truck. <laughs> it's it's raining pretty good. It's sounds raining like pretty it. good. Yeah, yeah. But now everything's been pretty good, Mickey. We, uh, you know, trying to get geared up, ready for, uh, you know, 2024 to go right. get them, you know, tournaments and go catch a few fish and win a little money and play the game again the next week. So... You know that's that's what us weekend bass warriors do. So right. you know, yeah. But uh, you know, I had to get the boat in the shop and get the maintenance done. And you know, it, and I was going to mention that it's good to do that, Mickey. I mean, I know it is. You know it is. Um, whenever he got it in there and got it hooked up and everything, one of the cylinders was not heating up, and. Uh, he had to end up pulling the thermostat, and there was some trash stuck behind it. And so, you know, yeah, so, you know, just little stuff like that. If you don't watch this and take these, you know, take these engines and stuff in and get them checked out, you know, uh, heck, I'm not a mechanic, so I, you know, 
I wouldn't know what the heck to do or you know instead of a instead of a little bit of money it could end up costing you a lot of money well sure so, I mean it, you know, uh, those these days you know back in the old days thermostats a lot of times you know in the summertime guys just pull them out of their vehicles you know their trucks and, right and uh, put them back in for winter so they could their heater would work good but they wanted their engines to run cooler but these days the way everything's precision and, and based on temperature temperature control within that you know power head and that unit is very critical you don't want to get uh, yes. cold spots or hot spots in your cylinder walls and all that and uh makes a big difference yeah yeah it does. That engine, you know you saltwater guys you know they're real adamant about flushing that engine every time they come in especially with high cylinder years like we're having right now. And uh, it makes a difference, that corrosion. You let that motor sit up a couple of weeks, it causes you a lot of problems. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Even your tackle and stuff, you, oh, know, yeah. your, you know, your reels, your rods, and all that stuff. So, yeah. But now I've been getting that stuff ready and, you know, working, you know, reorganizing and, you know, just getting ready i was going to try to run out today but i ain't getting out there in this and no, I don't think you know i mean that northwest at 30 today that would uh that'd be a little tough yeah, it'd be a little tough even for lake houston even though you yes. got some pockets you know you can get in but still you know man it, it's just now if it was tournament day you know that'd be a go. different story yeah I'll be, yeah we're, we're gonna go so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, we're gonna go, but uh, now we got you know quite a few tournaments coming up on the schedule, and and uh, so kind of anxious to get out there. And heck, I hadn't caught a fish this year yet, so you know it's been a few days. But uh, you know we've been catching a few up to Deer Lease, and I I have had friends out there catching fish at Lake Houston, so you know they've been catching. Uh, a few bass they've been out there scouting around getting ready and right. catching a few so uh crappie slowed way down you know with the water's just i i don't know it's steadily still dropping you know we've had some cooler weather here the last week or two and um i i don't know i didn't even check to see what it was uh right now but i'm sure it's yeah. yeah, it's pretty cold. I know it's muddy. I did go down to the marina a couple times, and it is muddy. So, uh, but you know, there's that's kind of typical for Lake Houston. Those fish will still eat. You know, what's it? What's, what, are, what are all your buddies throwing uh, to catch these bass right now? They're throwing spinner baits and crank baits, something moving, something making a lot of noise. Yeah, you know, that dirty so, uh, water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, uh, you know, something that's going to thump. And uh, got, you know, uh, I know one of the guys, he doesn't throw anything but a rattle trap this time of year. And, you know, those rattle traps, key word rattle, it's got, you know, it's, it will make some noise. It'll draw some so, attention. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll pull a fish or two. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll get staged up here. You know, and and uh, I think from from talking to one of them, he said, you know, when you catch one, you're going to usually catch two or three. 
they might not be keepers, but you'll catch two or three, you know, in one little spot. So kind of like them, them deer, you know, they bunch them back up again. So, you know, I know we had, we had five bucks the other night in the feed, feed pen and, uh, you know, didn't see a doe, but, you know, had five bucks in the feed pen at one time. So, you know, they're all, they're bunching back up. But, uh, yeah, y'all's ruts no, been over, right? Where you hunt? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's it's been over and done, and you know, uh, we're still we're still looking. You know, we're we're still we got to get got to get picky here pretty quick. But you know, we're we're still looking. Did your grand granddaughter ever get her a deer? No, not yet. We uh, she was with me. The other evening when we had those five in there, and the, the the best one was a big ten point that came in, but that deer we were waiting to get out of the stand. I don't like to get out of the stand when deer are in the feeder. I know you don't want to. You don't want them to see you. That's that's a good deal. No. So we were sitting in there watch. We had been watching them other four, and uh, you know it was three eight points and a nine. But they're just young deer, Mickey. Yeah. You know, one of them was a shooter, but you know, I mean, again, I'm not. We're we're not going to go out there and just shoot anything, uh, right. you know. So they were all two year old deer, and we letting them walk, and uh, you know, next year they'll be really good. But that big ten came in and run those other four off, and uh, you know, it jumped <laughs> in there and kind of chased them around a little bit. They'd get the heck out of here and they jumped out but it was too dark i i mean you know we weren't we weren't going to try to pull the trigger on it you know right. so just could not get a good visual um you know shot at it so we we held off yeah there's uh, a big difference you know if you can see it fairly well with your binoculars but you throw that scope up there and look at it and then that visibility cuts down quite a bit they don't quite you know you only got one tube to collect light instead of two, like binoculars. It makes right, a difference, right? Man. Especially right at the yeah. cutting edge of shooting time like that. Yeah, and the deer kept facing. It it just was it. It wasn't turned right, you know. Right. And uh, you know, it just it, it just wasn't meant to be. Uh, but it it's a definitely a good shooter deer and. We're going to try to get it this weekend, so, you know, we'll see. Then she's well, I got saw two, a two-to-two-and-a-half-year-old two two deer that's like a 12-point where I was yeah. hunting. It, was, it, it had a rub and a scrape off that north lane out of the stand I was hunting, and I'll tell you what, this deer, <laughs> if that deer can live two to three more years, oh, my goodness, what a beast right. he's going to be. I mean, at two-and-a-half yep. years old, he's just he's got everything got it all yeah yeah well that 10 point we got it several times on trail camera and it it's a it's a good deer i mean a yeah. really good deer um and it's one that definitely want her to kill uh but um i i i could have killed it but i just i'm not going to shoot it because i want you know i want her to kill it so right. um you know but it'll it'll happen. 
if it don't, it you know, like I said, she's still got two more weeks of use season. Right. You know, so um, we got a little bit of time. Well, there's always next year. You know, if nobody else oh, sees yeah. it, that deer will be back next year, and it'll probably be bigger. Oh yeah, that that deer will be a boss hog next year. <laughs> I, I mean, it's already a good deer, but right. you know, it'll, it'll really be good next year. So, yeah, and uh, but now everything's been pretty good. Mickey had a pretty good Christmas. You know, just kind of like I said, getting geared up, getting ready. Getting ready for uh, another season. Here we go. Yeah. Do some tournaments. So, uh, yep. They did have a tournament out there a couple of weeks ago. Well, right before Christmas, right. Uh, Bayou Bassin had a tournament. And I didn't fish it because we were going hunting. And uh, it took almost 14 pounds to win five oh, fish. Bad. In fact, there was, there was two high 13-pound bags weighed in. That's good. So you know that's 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 a decent sack for, for like time Lake of year. Houston. Sure it is, especially Lake so, Houston. That ain't bad at all. Yeah. No, no, no. That that was an awesome you know deal. I know those guys that that won, and you know they're they're good fishermen out there. You know they they can catch fish. So uh, you know, but we've been having a lot of a lot of people call me too you know i mean new people in the area that's uh you know wanting to start getting hooked up and fish some tournaments out yeah. there so i'd highly suggest that you know you don't you know nothing against rayburn toledo conroe all those you know but man if you just want to go out and some inexpensive tournaments and get some competition you know lake houston anglers you know the local you know bass club out here you know is a good little tournament trail to fish so right. uh it, it makes you get out there and fish put it that way well, cool john i'm out yeah. of time but uh it's good okay. talking to you again i'll talk to you next week but if somebody wants to call sure. you about info on tournament season and all that how do they get a hold of you bud sure they can call me on my cell 281-222-8544 just right, give me a buddy. call. John, always good talking to you. You have a good year. See you you too, Mick. All right, buddy. All right. Later. Thank you, sir. All right. All right, that's John Littleton up on Lake Houston. Time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Lord, it's the same old tune, fiddle and guitar. Where do we take it from here? Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 518 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to Texas City and check in with our good friend, Mr. Dave Fremont, see how he's doing this morning. Good morning, David. Good morning, Captain Mickey. How are you, buddy? Happy New Year. Doing a, happy New Year to you. Hope it's a good one for you. Um, you I got survived. rain. I survived 23. I'm looking forward to 24, buddy. That's good. <laughs> How, how was how was your trip? How was your trip down south? Oh, it was just wonderful, awesome. Just uh, golly, it was good to get away. My goodness, what a beautiful setup that is down there, and just just to get away and get in the wilderness, man, it's awesome. That's good, man. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, I figured you was going to make the best of it, no matter what. 
And so no, I'm glad I can, turned I out. can make the best out of a lot of bad things, buddy. But uh, there you, go. There, you don't have to work at anything. Just show up. It's all good. And you made another trip around the sun on top of that. Yes. Made another one. How about that? Um, you too. Happy, <laughs> happy, happy birthday to you. Thank you, buddy. Um, you getting much rain on your windows? On your windows up Man, there in the studio? I'm, I'm in my little uh, box right here, and I don't have any windows. I'm very secluded here, but I uh, see nah. radar. It looks like I'm getting rain. Can't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I I did what I normally don't do. I believe the weathermen when they said it was going to really get really really soupy and nasty on on the coast, especially right around Galveston and Texas City. And mm-hmm. so I def- I deferred my trip down to uh, to the dike this morning. And and then uh, when I got up and pulled the radar up, it looks like everything's sliding right on by. In fact, uh, I'm right on the fringe uh, in League City on on the rain itself but earlier it uh they were projected it get really really nasty so i i staved off going making that trip down to texas city but uh it looks like i could have made it and uh without too much of a problem looks like uh texas city is not going to get a whole lot of rain out of it just just some much needed rain overall so uh yeah, looking it's forward to along it. that front line you know you got that uh southwest and northeast slide but uh as it pushes towards us, you might get a good one. There's a pretty good red cell developing uh, just below Intercontinental Airport and down towards Alvin. It's uh, sliding your way, so you're not out of wood yeah. yet, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now, there's well, not even raining on the dike, you know, as far as radar goes. Yeah, that's what that's what I picked up, and uh, I was just about to pull up the cameras uh, at the store. And I still will here when I get through talking to you and have a look and see uh, how things are, are doing. But uh, it's been really windy and uh, kind of rough out right there along the dike and the immediate area this last several days. It's really been kind of a wash as far as yeah. for much fishing or anything. Some some folks uh, go no matter what, and uh, they've been out there and still managed to catch some some bull reds and some of those big uglies and big black drum. There's been some caught off the wooden piers on the dike. And then of course, on the Texas city channel side, they, they've wrestled a few as well. And I wouldn't even, I missed my trip out there this morning, but I wouldn't even be a bit surprised if there wasn't a couple out there tonight doing the same thing. That's just, that's just the way it is. You got some those fishermen, hardcore grinders, man. They'll do it. Yeah. They're going to go, but it's, uh, this weather's, um, just really played a part right now as far as keeping the fishing reports down to a minimum. But uh, we've still managed to, shrimpers have still managed to get out and round, wrangle up a little bit of live bait and uh, still still throw in the cast nets for some finger mullet. I haven't heard uh, very many flounder reports at all this season on, uh, on the dike. The, the Galveston Channel, over there, they 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 really raked up a lot of flounder. Uh, it was really fished hard after the season opened back up, and a uh, lot of lot of boats out there fishing in the channel and up around the docks and such. And they oh, they managed they ma- they managed to turn it turn it into a pretty good real real late season. I 
Uh, a lot of the flounder seemed like they were staging a little late, with may- maybe because of the weather, the warm yeah, weather. Yeah, the temps have been up, you know, above average for <clears throat> this winter. And, and uh, you know, that's just such a staging area and a stack-up point on their exit. Yeah. And it just uh, makes them easy, easy to target. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just uh, kind of see how things roll. And uh, I hear tell that if if I believe the weather, man, <laughs> within a couple of weeks, we're liable to get some real cold weather. It's, uh, yeah, I've been seeing those alerts, you know, and people posting that on social media and everything, <clears throat> a big-time polar vortex, as they call it these days, instead of an Arctic Express or Siberian, Siberian Express. But uh, we shall see. We don't want any of that, though. I can. Uh... No, and especially now, with uh, yes. from 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 the point of view of of crawfish, everyone's just chomping no. it a bit. Everybody is wanting crawfish, and it's just been uh, absolutely dismal. It's uh, it's been uh, uh, a disastrous early two months. Uh, normally, we start seeing some crawfish in in November. The the farmers will normally start doing their thing but we're we're a, a good two months behind anything at all happening and from what we're hearing and from what we're reading um that drought that we've had this that's been going on now what seems like forever has really had a terrible effect on the the, the crawfish farmers they've got farmers over there with you know 800 to a thousand acres uh, of land that uh normally is covered in water now and they're dry and the crawfish are hopefully still down three feet down in the mud if there's any mud but they're really concerned about uh, what's going to take place and uh, they they haven't ever experienced anything like this since they started crawfish farming so it's kind of scary but uh, they're well, still they've got some water now you know from the rain uh, a lot of duck hunters i know that live over there they were <clears throat> They were scratching their heads going, man, our ponds that we normally hunt are, are just dry. But uh, they're uh, filled back up now. And, yeah, we just we don't need a we don't need a big uh, Arctic blast. Yeah, they're uh, really put dampers on things that that would really crimp it. That'd be for sure. They're, they they're about they were running 15 inches behind uh, their, their normal oh, yeah. rainfall. And. And so the, what rain that they have gotten here in the last several weeks has, has really helped. But they're, uh, anyway, they're cautiously optimistic that things will come. This rain that's coming through now, a bunch of that uh, looks like it's going to roll that way. And uh, if if we can just not have any real freaky uh, cold weather to, to turn them upside down again, then we might be able to salvage something out of the season. I certainly well, hope Jason's so. Well, Jason's making up for it right now with that, and that shrimp special he's running down there. That's unbelievable <clears throat> prices. That's, I hadn't seen shrimp that cheap. I don't I don't ever remember seeing them, you know, priced that, that low. That's unbelievable. Well, well you know, we, we talked about uh, the season. I'll, I'll try. Uh, he's got so much on his mind with what's going on uh, with the season uh, pretty much being nothing he's got a, a lot of workers that are that are waiting to start making a living and so he's we've got everything pretty much on hold and hopefully we can move it forward here a little bit but uh we talked about it and he said hey man uh, things are right for for shrimp right now he said let's do a 
let's do a big deal. And I said, that sounds wonderful, man. I'm, I'm waiting. So, uh, I, I, I thought about just doing a little video and, and having him just tell the folks what's going on, kind of tell it like it is. And he's very good at doing that. He'll be up front, straightforward, and usually what he says has uh, nothing but truth to it. So we did a video and with Jason, and uh, I, I had a good that. time I doing it. that yesterday. I like that. Tell Jason he's, yeah. uh, he's a rock star, man. <laughs> <laughs> that he is. That he is. He, he throws rocks at me all the time. That's he uh I bet you still dodge him good. You hadn't lost your footing yet. I don't know, man. I'm a, I'm a big target, Mickey. <laughs> but he uh, well, that just makes you more agile. There you go. He uh, he did a fine job, kind of explaining things. But yes, there's a there's a terrific, unbelievable uh, shrimp sale going on uh, uh, Saturday and Sunday. So today is the last day for folks to go to boydsonestop.com and, uh, and and make reservations to lock in those prices and, and lock in your order mainly because the prices are going to be there. That's the prices. But for folks to be able to uh, say, hey, I'm, I'm, I want 100 pounds of those babies and get that, no get that locked in, that way we'll have those ready, accounted for, and they'll be there. So, I mean, 13, uh, can, 15s for 288 a pound? Jeez, right. Nine twelve yeah. for three eighty eight, and the big U tens four eighty eight. That's yeah. prices unheard yeah. of. Those are um, heads on prices, and uh, right. we're going to have a buku of them uh, uh, headed in Santa Fe. We don't have the uh, facilities to immediately when someone says, "Hey, I want fifty pounds," and you take the heads off. Well, we'll have the heads already off, and and in a lot of cases, we'll even stab. Uh, we'll have both, and we'll have heads on. We'll have the heads available if somebody wants right. to use them for, for stock or soup or whatever. But oh my gosh, have we had a, a tremendous uh, uh, reply in terms of reservations made? We've really, really awesome. got a bunch that are already set up. So we're looking forward to seeing all these folks it's going to be a busy day but we've got plenty of people on, that are going to be on hand and it looks like the weather knock on my head is going to be <laughs> very good very nice it's going to be going to be pretty so uh things ought to come together both santa fe and texas city and the santa fe is a uh, 16947 highway 6 and uh and they're going to be open uh, from noon to uh, 5 p.m uh, and then in Texas City, they got longer hours going to be open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. as far as uh, taking care of the shrimp uh, pickups. Uh, boys are still open 24 hours for everything, but for for the shrimp deal, uh, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And so, uh, well, yeah, he goes, hey, man, we're, we can't do much for the crawfish until they do it. They come in on their own, and in the meantime, he's going to do everything he can do to try to keep people happy and have them something to eat. And then maybe by Super Bowl, we'll be able to offer both. Maybe we'll have a few crawfish, but my goodness, uh, as as the demand is high and the supply is almost nothing, the prices right. are going to re- the <laughs> prices are going to remain high. So uh, crawfish are going to be expensive. But Man, these, these crawfish connoisseurs, they don't care. They're going to come get them. They don't. I mean, it just, people are craving them already. And, yeah. you know, we used to crave them, but uh, not at this <laughs> at this rate like everybody. You know, we used to, I don't know, we, if we started getting them in February, we were happy. You know, the first week of February was right on schedule. But uh, some years are just different. That's the way it works. You know, one year we yeah. had them for Super Bowl back in the day. 
We thought we yeah. hadn't gone to heaven. I mean to tell you, Jason's hoping that the season will, once it kicks off, hopefully it does kick off, that it'll uh, it'll extend a little bit later on. So we may be get we may make it to July fourth or something like that. You know, so we might pick up something a little bit on the back end. Uh, to make up for it, and hopefully the prices, and they will, if, if they start catching a, a lot, the prices will just fall right on out. They'll drop right on down, kind of like how it is with the shrimping industry sure. right now with uh, with the mess that the government's made in terms of helping the, our, our local shrimpers and fishermen uh, by allowing these uh, tariffs to be removed and imports to, to pick up so much. These foreign countries are making a killing, and and our poor guys uh, in and our Dallas, poor American are, hard-working shrimpers yeah. aren't. You know, that's just, that just I don't understand that. And it, yeah. if anybody has ever tried it, you can tell the difference between imported <clears throat> shrimp versus our wild-caught shrimp here in Texas. There's no comparison. Our shrimp are so much better. And plus, Absol- the farm-raised, I mean, they taste like moss to me. Absolutely. They're, they, uh, they're kind of, uh, I'm, I don't like them. They're kind of rubbery. You don't really yeah, know exactly. The texture's totally different, and they just have yeah. that twang to them. They just don't have that good, fresh saltwater taste to them like yeah. we've been accustomed to all our lives. Yeah. Well, we're going to have the wild-caught Gulf of Mexico white shrimp. Uh, uh, every one of those shrimp that we'll have in Santa Fe and Texas City will be just that. They're, uh, so uh, we won't have uh, any any of those foreign shrimp there this weekend that's for sure but anyway we're looking forward to it we're going to make the best out of it this weekend and hopefully this rain will just go right on through and we'll give everything a good bath and and it'll uh, make its way over to louisiana and wake up some of them crawfish and get them out Heck swimming yeah. and, maybe it'll stall yeah. out on top of there and give them about 10 inches that show sure will help there you go all right buddy well, hey, man, throw out a number and uh, all that and address and all that to Boyd's One Stop, and it, it's really good talking to you, David. Yeah, hey, as always, Mickey, my pleasure. I'm so glad you made it back safe. Um, well, uh, if you call that 945-4001, Boyd's One Stop number that we've had, I think since 1969, I think it's the same number. I may be wrong. Somebody, if, if it <laughs> ain't, they'll let me know. It's been a long time, man. It's been there. <laughs> But if you get on there and you call it, you're going to get a recording, and uh, you have an option to put, uh, hit five. And I think five will take you to the reservations where you can order online. Um, I think that Derek, uh, uh, that works there in the office and does a million things for Boyd, uh, he mentioned that uh, reservations on the phone will will close for the biggest part. Uh, they closed yesterday evening. But he said, hey, I think I'll be around, and I might be able to handle it. So if you hit that five button, or punch out on your on your telephone after you call the number. You'll be able to uh, get with him. Right. Otherwise, just listen to the nine four five four thousand one recording to direct you on wherever you whatever you want. Live shrimp info, tackle, bait, all that stuff. And then uh, uh, we're two two seven Dyke Road, uh, Santa Fe's one six nine four seven Highway six. And uh, that's about all I got to say about it. Uh, we're going to look forward to seeing everybody come on out and fill up your freezers with yardy. If you got any room after all that productive deer hunting, slide some shrimp into that freezer right alongside there it. There you go. I'll have plenty of room because I only shot one deer this year, which is fine. I'm thankful for that. All right, Yes, buddy. sir. Well, David, you have a good weekend. I'll talk to you next week. You be safe out there, my friend. 
Thank you, Mickey. Everybody be careful uh, on the road and on the water and have a good time in between. See you that's later. It. All right, buddy. See you now. All right. All right. That's David Fremont down at Boyd's One Stop in Texas City. All right, it's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final segment already. No better way to wrap up the show than with Captain Steve Hillman, and I think I found him on his ranch this morning down in South Texas. Hillman, tell me some lies, man. The <laughs> Good bucks morning. are running. <laughs> Happy New Year. Hey, you too, bud. Hadn't talked to you. You been all right? Yeah. Been a while. Yeah, doing good, man. Just uh, getting ready to go wander off in the in the brush and try to kill something. There you go. Yeah, man. Well, it's gonna have to be a monster. Yeah, it will. It, it actually. I know will. you. You don't. You don't pull that bow back or pull the trigger unless it's really, really exceptional. Nah, and I've seen some good ones this week. I got down here. Uh, Man, I don't even know when I... Well, I got back down here. Well, you came when, back, dropped Kimberly off, and then went back. I mean, you... That's right. You and Plog, yeah. y'all have been some road warriors this past couple of weeks. Yeah, I came home Monday night, and uh, Kimberly had to work. And then Tuesday, I looked at the forecast. The only trip <laughs> I had this week was, well, for today. Uh, I looked at the extended Yeah, you forecast. don't want any of this. <laughs> you, you, Is you, it bad you, down there? Yeah, it's bad. It's nasty. Okay, good. That makes me feel even better about my decision. Uh, not like I cared anyway. I don't even I'm think Plog had fishing this this morning. Yeah, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> no, I guarantee you, I don't think Plog would want any of this. <laughs> really? Was it, yeah. Is it raining at home, or Yeah, or it's uh, raining and thundering and lightning. We went from east at 25 to 30 to uh, now we're going to northwest at 25 to 30. That's incredible. Wow. Nice. Very nice. Hey, it's overcast here. It's dead calm and 54 degrees. Perfect. Some of the best hunting weather I've been in all, well, not like I've been down here a bunch this year, but uh, this is the first trip I've really just settled in and, and been able to hunt sure. every single hunt. You know, all the, the other couple of trips have been a lot of work, but uh, at any rate, it's it's been fun, man. Uh, came back down, like I said, uh, Tuesday and I've hunted every hunt uh, that I could hunt since then. I even wandered out in the middle of the day a couple of times and and uh, seen a, a few bucks out still running their scrapes and stuff. Our, our rut is still still going on as it, as it does down here. I know Blaine, his is later apparently where he's at. But uh, uh, did you get that video I sent you, that 10-point? Yes. Running all over that doe? Yeah. You, you did you? Okay. Okay. You know those videos and, and pics. They don't they don't go through all the time down here. But uh, but no, yesterday I saw a heck of a deer. Uh, one I thought that the neighbors had had taken. Uh, I haven't seen him. Uh, well, I actually haven't seen him in person all year. Saw him on the cameras all the way up through uh, November second, and uh, and I stopped seeing him like since then. And I went and set a different blind. One I hadn't set this year and. And the uh, first buck that came out was him. He's a he's a mainframe ten point. He's only three and a half, 
and uh, we basically I'm watching at it right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, this, with the big this, hog in the background on the feeder. No, no, that's that. That's a different ten. That's a different ten. Oh, okay. This well, one, I saw the doe running ahead of him. He has got a one track mind. He's right on her tail, man. He's got yeah, the scent working. Yeah. yeah, that was the other day, and that that's a nice deer. But he's he's a young one. But this yeah. one yesterday, man, he's he's a stud already. Well, his brow tines, his brow tines are eight inches long. I mean, oh my goodness. Yeah, but uh, he's he's a heck of a deer. But anyway, it's been fun. I I haven't uh, I haven't fished much in the last couple of weeks. I've only fished a couple of days. I fished uh, I think the twenty second or the twenty third, leading up to Christmas, and it sucked. I had a uh, had uh, Gary Eskew and his and his kids, and then he brought a buddy of his, and uh, and we caught. I think we caught like shoot, man, like nine or ten fish total, and only had three legal trout it was it was really yeah, really tough pretty slow there it, bud it, it it was bad and uh but that's why which, i call you you always tell the truth whether it's good or bad that's, well that's shoot, what it's it all is about. what it is man it is yeah, what it is it is but uh but then uh then we had a good christmas and everything and then i ran a trip two days after christmas with uh with uh jason thrasher and his two sons and they wanted to just catch and release, and I think we caught 21 trout. We only we had 12 legal trout, up to a little over three pounds. Had some, you know, some thick little fish mixed in, mm. but uh, and uh, I think we had a couple undersized reds. But it wasn't bad in a little half day trip. You know, it wasn't bad fishing uh, for right. these days. But uh, you know, I was just kind of, to be honest, kind of going through the motions ready to get back down here <laughs> i know <So. laughs> hey but, you know how hard it was for me to get in my truck the other morning and drive back home i'm going oh wow. my god it's it's the worst isn't it i'm telling you because they're just starting to go off down there at blaine's he's always a little later than you and, yeah uh, i mean all of his bucks i only saw maybe two or three bucks that had a broken tine on them they're not all broke up yet from fighting a real yeah. good fight and hadn't even started yet and you know the little little teenager bucks are sparring and rubbing rubbing horns, and you know they don't get after it like them big boys do, man. Right, right. I love a good buck fight. Well, you saw I saw those pictures you sent me and Bob. Those are some pretty good deer you passed up that you, that I you know. uh, passed it's, on. Uh, that eight pointer, he's got everything I would want in a eight pointer except the the width and. uh but that's going to make a, a really beautiful mount for somebody's wall. Let a customer have it. You know, that's what they're right. paying for, and let them right. have it. That's a, that's a good buck. And, uh, hey, I'll, the 10-pointer blew me away so bad I couldn't even think about the 8. He kept coming out and posing for me and everything. And, uh, boy, I was hunting that 10. And, and you know, nobody's seen that deer since. And he down you know, that West The one Lane, that was on the other side of the one that was yeah, on the other side of the on fence. on that west yeah. lane uh, on the other side of the fence. It's about 200 yards to that fence line from the stand. And he's got a rub and a scrape over there. And uh, he was running it that morning when I saw him, and he had that nose up there, you know, sniffing my side because we had a yeah. light east wind. He could smell all the does over there. He was wanting to jump that fence, but he knew better because he knew old, old Big Mick. <laughs> He's sitting in the stand ready to pull a hammer back, man, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, at least the whole the whole experience is just awesome. That's though. what it's all about. I mean, I don't go to, you know, I'll get one meat buck to take to Belleville so I can, right. uh, 
get me some burger and sausage and stuff for the for the year. But uh, hey, man, that was that was a good experience to be able to see that that deer. And plus, he's got a two year old or about two and a half. It's a twelve pointer, and it had a rub rub and scrape about three hundred yards from the stand on the left side of the North Sendera, and he would run that every morning like clockwork. And uh, I got to look him over real good with binoculars, and man, <laughs> hey, if that deer can live two or three more years, oh my goodness, he he was headed for the book. I mean, that's how good a quality deer that was at two man. and a half year old. Awesome. Yeah, hopefully, deer. He makes it. Yeah. Hopefully, he makes it. But no, us dad and I were talking about it the other day. It's it's this whole we don't hunt because we're hungry. I can afford food. It's just right. like it's just like the the, just the like folks fishing. That, that fish with us. You know, if you can afford an eight hundred dollar fishing trip, you can you can afford to feed your family. <laughs> yeah, you you don't need to go. <laughs> you don't need to go kill a bunch of exactly. trout. Exactly. You know, but uh, <clears throat> but it's it's like the the rush that we get and. I don't get, I haven't had buck fever, true buck fever in, in a long time because I've killed some good deer and, and I've seen some yeah, good yeah. deer. And and, and uh, so Kimberly, uh, I guess it was last Sunday, or I don't know what day it was. I think it was last Sunday, maybe Saturday. It was one of those days that warmed up last week and, and we're sitting on the ground by the what we call the duck pond. It's a low-line area. Uh, just in a little bottom area, and, and um, she set up this little deal, cleared out a, uh, a little area for her to, to watch birds and all this kind of stuff, take pictures, and she likes mm-hmm. to do that kind of stuff. And and I went down there and sat with her that evening, and it got real calm, got a little warm, and, man, the gnats were just, like, oh, they, flying and everything. That was the day it got to 83 in the blind. <laughs> yeah, that was nasty. God, and, and, and you couldn't open your mouth. You couldn't. <laughs> no, I mean, it, they was, were bad, dude. These damn things were like every little opening in your face, your nose, your ears, your eyes, your mouth. And and I finally told her, I said, I said, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Not just, you know, to sit here and watch birds or something. But And uh, so we got up and we walked back towards the golf cart. And I had it parked on the edge of a, of a right-of-way that, that's about 500 yards long. And I looked around the corner, uh, you know, I peeked around the corner before I got to the golf cart. And I see this big body deer man down about 400 yards on the left and and uh, i've got really good binoculars i I put my field glasses on it and i said that's a buck and then then he lifted his his head up and i said honey that's 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 a hell of a buck and i actually (laughs) my knees got weak man i mean it this year that's something how that'll do it to you man and he walked straight towards us, and I had, oh. I had my, my my shooting tripod, and I only had a little two forty three. I grabbed out of the gun safe. I didn't have the two seventy because I didn't plan on killing anything. And and that deer got within about uh, about three twenty, I guess. And there was a doe on the right hand side of the right away, and had five young bucks on her. Oh, and boy. he was just kind of staying off to the side, doing his own thing. But he was extremely wide, real high, real heavy. And uh, one of the one of the better deer I've seen on this place in the twenty three twenty four years Dad's had this place, but uh, but yeah, I, I told her I said get down, get down, and and she's like I am down. I said get down further, get down on the ground, <laughs> like down. you know I didn't want him to bust <laughs> us. And uh, but it's just that's what it's all about, man. It's just doing you know that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm a I'm a bow hunt again this morning. 
show and and there's one one eight point that's got a sticker on his on his uh, right G two, so he's basically a nine. But I think he's five and a half year old deer. He's he's a pretty good pretty good buck. If he comes out, I might I might might have to put the do. old thump olus on him. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> but I did kill a big boar. I killed about what broadheads do you shoot with your bow? I'm using a Schwacker. It's a hundred yeah. grain Schwacker expandable. You know, mechanical broadhead. It. It's just a two blade. Is all it is. It's got a two inch cutting diameter. Right, but it'll but drill a hole through them, man. That's it. It's got real good penetration. It flies true. But uh, but no, I've, I've been shooting those broadheads for about ten years. I love them. Got you. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I'm already out of time, and you need to start getting ready anyway. You got to get out well, there. I'm ready. Breaks day, baby, and getting getting the blind. And uh, hey. Maybe old big boy will show up this morning with this weather change. That'd be awesome. You never know. Either way, it's going to be a good hunt. It's going to be good. Always. All the hunts are good. Just killing it so good sometimes. All right, man. (laughs) That's right. Well, Steve, if somebody wants to call you about going fishing with you, man, throw them out a number, bud. All right. 409-256-7937. And tell your dad I said hello and happy I will do it. All right, brother. All right, Mickey. Thank you. See you, man. All right. All righty. All right, that's Captain Steve Hillman down in South Texas on their ranch down there. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs>